0: Guys, 8 8.31 p.m. on 12-11-2016. This is the return of Opal City Radio. My name is Mike Sanders, and is Emily.
1: Hey, guys. What's up?
0: They, they can't answer you, Emily.
1: Oh, I like to think that they do, in their minds, <laughs> which I, I can read. Oh! Are
0: you, are, are you a telepath? Are you some sort of mutie, Emily? Maybe. Well... It's good, I mean, it's good that you've you've shown up to this podcast then because I know,
1: yes. considering what we're talking about tonight, I think it's very fortuitous.
0: Indeed, tonight we are talking about X Men.
1: X Men now not just
0: not just generically the X Men, the Uncanny or the Avaricious or whatever you know <laughs> uh, adjective they put in front of it.
1: The all new yes. Uh,
0: the, the god- astonishing... The godless X-Men. <laughs> the beautiful X-Men.
1: Yes. The hated X-Men. Uh,
0: well, um, no, we're talking about X-Men. This was when they relaunched the comic with mm. uh, Jim Lee in the 90s.
1: Yeah, this was the... If you are a nerd of a certain age... Yes. Uh, this, when people say x-men this is what you think of this
0: is indeed when people say x-men this is what i think of i think of this comic <laughs> Me too. yeah this, um, is, this is my x-men i remember let's see i'll share i'll share a, an, an early 90s mike sanders memory with you guys i was in uh was it middle school i think it was yeah the last year of middle school mm-hmm. and like the comic came out and I was like, "Oh my God, it's X Men!" And you know, I mean, the art was great. It was by Jim Lee. It's Jim Lee. I thought he was related to Stan Lee at the time because I didn't know any better. <laughs> you yum dumb. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember I bought the first uh, the first issue of it. I brought mm. it to school, mm. oh and my God. at the lunch table, we passed it around and read it. And I remember um, a long, long-time friend that I've lost contact with, John Hines, he was like, oh my god, this joke is so funny, where he's like, Wolverine, you've made your point, get it? Because he's got claws! Oh, oh
1: my god. Snicked, snicked, Bob. You were literally the target audience. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I was super excited for this title. Like, I was like, "Oh my god, it's a Magneto! It's Professor X! All, all the like, everybody looks so cool and feels so good. Like, all of this is great."
1: Well, it was. Um, I this was the best-selling comic book of all time with yeah. X Men number one in 1991.
0: Yeah, man they they found. Like, something that resonated with the 90s. Like, that extreme, like, ultra Mm -hmm. superhero genre. Um, And and it very quickly just kind of fell into X-Men regulars. Like, just things being split up among multiple titles.
1: Oh my god. This book
0: was such a mess. I mean... The X-Men, and we've read X-Men before. Um, yes. I, I
1: don't think we've ever read classic, classic X-Men. No, I have read classic X-Men on my own. Yes. Because I'm a giant nerd. Yes, you are. Um, But yeah, I don't think we've done it officially for the yeah. show.
0: But I mean, you know, with, with the X-Men, one of the hallmarks of the comic seems to be just like... Lurching from crisis <laughs> to crisis, like yep. there's no downtime, even when there is something crazy happens. Banshee is like <laughs> smashing out of the, the 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 Charles Xavier school's doors, screaming, and his eyes are looking two different ways. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is it is some bonkers ass shit. And with X Men in the '90s, they were just like, let's do more bonkers ass shit
1: it's so true though
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely so so let's (sighs) i mean let's i guess let's talk about the team a little bit because it is a really good team of x-men i do like their roster a lot
1: yeah so okay so this this book which is actually volume two of x-men right because The original X-Men became Uncanny X-Men. Yes. Right? So then in 1991, they X-Men as just the volume two, which spun out of Uncanny. Correct. And then what's hilarious to me is that Jim Lee, like, immediately left to go join Image. He totally did. (laughs) And then Chris Claremont left pretty much immediately because he didn't get along with the editor.
0: Well, I mean, but yeah, but Chris Claremont, though. Yeah. Um, so. So
1: you had this huge launch for this book. Yeah. And then, like, your two stars just like whoop. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Just like it, vanish. I mean, Jim Lee's art is really great for this comic. It it is. He is like good nineties art. Yeah. Yeah. To me, um, like. Y- he knows what he's doing. Yes, it's very, very stylized.
0: Yeah, it totally is.
1: But he knows what he's doing when he's drawing people. Yeah, I mean,
0: you don't get the weird problems that you oh, get, Lord, with where it's like, where, where are your internal organs, Dazzler? What happened to your legs?
1: Like, <laughs> where? Why are your feet so tiny?
0: It's How true. are you where, holding
1: a gun? Where?
0: Do you even
1: have feet? <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, no, because they're hidden behind a rock because you can't draw feet. <laughs> right. Or, oh, their
0: feet just taper to, like, vague points.
1: Like... Which is what I did when I was 12. Yes. And I didn't know how to draw. I mean, but, yeah. So our our team, you've got, let's see, you got Cyclops. Yes. Jean gray uh-huh. Wolverine. Yes, uh, You got Psylocke, you got mm-hmm. Storm, Beast, Colossus, Banshee, Gambit, yep. and Rogue. Oh, and Jubilee. And Jubilation, yes. Yes. So that's, I mean, and to me, that's kind of like the classic X-Men team. Yeah, so that, I, yeah I mean. This is so ingrained in my head for, like, X-Men. Oh, there's also Iceman. We forgot Iceman. Oh, well, he's kind of... Stupid and pointless in this. Company. Well, I,
0: I've I've never liked Iceman. He's always been one of my least favorite X Men.
1: Yeah, I I I don't know. I'm like lukewarm on good old Bobby. Yeah, he's just he's just kind, know,
0: of he, he's kind of he's kind of such a nerd. Yeah, such a he, dumb nerd. He
1: is a dumb nerd. Um, but yeah, that's that's the team, and it's just it's the classic look of the. Pointless belts that are strapped to thighs, and like, <laughs> and like all the girls have like the giant hair, and yeah, you know Jean Grey's got that great orange and blue bodysuit that makes no sense.
0: Yeah, well, I mean there are a lot of bodysuits that don't make an awful lot of sense. Like a
1: Psylocke swimsuit that she wears.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she has the two like weird like thigh garters, but they're not belts. They're just like i guess like
1: spandex circles wears. her boot i think yeah it's the super weird it's really short but then the other one's like a thigh hot high- yeah
0: yeah it's it, super strange
1: don't, don't question it you know gambit with like his magenta body armor
0: <laughs> right he's got like the chrome like uh, knee like knee protectors and, and like the chrome,
1: yeah. yeah the weird boots and i'm like what is happening I mean th- lots of
0: primary colors.
1: Yes. Know. But it looks cool and that's all that matters.
0: It's true. The belt things, the belt things ruined me. Like for a long time <laughs> my D&D characters like would have like extraneous belts. <laughs> or I'd be like, "Well, he's a wizard, but he's got like, you know, he's got like a thigh pouch and like a like a shoulder pouch." Like Oh my god. I mean it, it's it was something that, you know, I mean they had a lot of goddamn belts, and it was cool. It's, belts are cool, man. It's, I
1: mean, I won't lie. This book ruined me with just uh, being a burgeoning artist.
0: Oh, yeah. You probably had. It was like a, an entirely new,
1: like like, dizzy with power. Let <laughs> me uh, tell you, I think to this day, my proportions when I draw are fucked because I learned how to draw by looking at comic books. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, looking at like Jim Lee and like J. Scott Campbell art.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I that ruined me forever. I will never well, draw someone who's like correct, Realistic like correct in <laughs> proportion. Because I'm like, no, legs are supposed to be fifty feet long. Why do you ask?
0: <laughs> well, I like your art, pal. Oh, I think you're friend. a good artist.
1: I I'd like to think I've improved since I was like fourteen and <laughs> copying like covers. Well, I mean, that's the, the,
0: the dark secrets that you had as an artist.
1: Uh, it's, it's true. And I mean, I should say, too, my very first comic book was from this run of X-Men. Oh. It was the the issue where Jean Grey and Scott Summers finally got married. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's, let's, oh, well, we'll talk okay, about that I guess later. Let's, let's, let's jump into, like, Let's just jump into everything. like
0: Yeah, sure. Because, I mean, that's the only real way to do an X-Men podcast.
1: It's true. And, and also, before we get too far, I'm going to apologize right now. I'm getting over a cold. So I'm going to try not to, like, suck snot and cough into the microphone.
0: Yes, please. But please if do I
1: sound, like, a little congested, that's why.
0: It's just it's so much emotion. It's
1: so much emotion, I can't even tell. <laughs> um, Let's see. Because, okay. Because, like, our first, our first story arc. Yes. I mean, I'll use that word loosely, I think. Well, I mean, because
0: instantly it's just, like, gone. And then the next one is, it's, yeah.
1: It's, okay, so, you know, they fight Magneto because he's on yes. his asteroid M. Yes. You know, and they have to fight him.
0: Right. Well, because he's he's part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, he believes that all humans should be slaved by by mutants.
1: Yeah, well, this is also coming off of when Magneto was de-aged. Yeah, oh my
0: god. Like again, this hit me. This was a surprise because I remember I was like, "Oh my god, no. I
1: remember that." Dude, dude like reading this comic. I mean, there were there were parts of it where I was like, "Oh my no, like I owned this, like, I, like, (laughs) clapped eyes on covers, and I'm like, oh my god, I had this.
0: Yeah, I had so many of these comics, like, I I read X-Men for a long time. Yeah, I
1: had a lot of, back when I was a little blabby comic nerd, I had a lot of really just random-ass X-Men comics. None of them made sense to me at the time, I had no idea.
0: Well, I mean, because it was so, like, in in this period of Mm -hmm. of comics yes like when when you pick up a book like uh what was the one by uh warren ellis um 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 um, fell yes right yes like where it's a self-contained story in each comic right like that is still a relatively new idea in in the comics industry like the way that they got people to buy more comics Mm -hmm. is they started a crisis and then they'd be like, Mm -hmm. exactly. And so, Oh, well maybe I should read X factor. Oh, maybe I should read new mutants, you know? And that's, that's how they would do. Didn't realize how bad that it's like
1: every fourth issue. You're like, Oh my God, like bad, like, and like my favorite, I think one of my favorite examples of how bad and jarring it Because we didn't read any of the other peripheral X-Men comics. We just did. just read X-Men. Just read straight X-Men. So there is an issue where... Okay, so they're fighting Mr. Sinister. Right. That whole nonsense. The last page...
0: That's a good description of fighting Mr. Sinister. Like that nonsense.
1: (laughs) Is it's Mr. Sinister and he's got Cyclops and Jean Grey. And it's this big page and you know what? It's life and death and blah... The very next issue is everyone's in Russia. Yes. <laughs> because Colossus has to go home to tend to his sister Ilyana.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. It, it's that bad. It's, where it's just that like jarring. Oh,
1: well, no. Because you chose to to resolve this in 20 other books right
0: exactly in in like 20 other x books you know it's just like it's crazy and yeah like it it, it is very very jarring like especially i remember reading a lot of those things and i was like well, what the fuck happens yeah you know yeah, so yeah i bought the other books like i mean i had a big collection of comic books before my house burned down mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like the the vaults, the 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 vaults that that went up in flames. Possibly, thankfully, at that point, that, you know, <laughs> were just filled with crossover books that I just stopped buying because I didn't have enough
1: money. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get into the whole crossover thing.
0: Oh man, I was all about it back in the day. Like we would, we had like an impromptu, like a comic book society. I remember. <laughs> And like I remember, like when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh man, I want to be like one of those. I want to talk about comic books during recess." <laughs> and like, like you were quit, like you were tested on knowledge, and it was like, you know, when I when I would bring out like, "Well, yeah, well, do you know about like Slipstream or like do you know about Speedball?" They'd be like, "Oh shit," what? you know, like it. It, it was it was crazy. Like we were all so into that, you know. Like we 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 had the Marvel uh, trading cards. Like, oh man, oh my god, so much stuff.
1: See, okay, my experience. Okay, I guess so let's we'll get into like I guess like blabby origin stories here. Yeah, my experience was so I I bought the, that the one wedding issue, right? And I'm almost positive it was because I was watching the X Men cartoon. And it was like, oh my God, because I knew who the characters were, and that's why I bought it.
0: Yeah, the cartoon was surprisingly good. You know, and I, w- I still get the theme song stuck in. It's my head a
1: good sometimes. theme song. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, and I was like 13 at the time, you know. But then yeah. I started reading comics like the year after that, because my mom was working at the comic shop right. when we lived in Virginia. And yeah, my whole experience as a girl who read comics. Was none of my friends read them, right? And all the guys that I knew, like in like my, my art classes and stuff, yeah. They were like, you know, because they would talk about like Spawn, and I'm like, yeah, oh no, I know who that is, and they're like, oh my god, you know, and I'm like, my mom reads Spawn, oh my god, you know? and they're like, what? Yeah, heads, heads exploding,
0: exploding, yes,
1: because you know, oh my god, this girl knows about comic books, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah i do
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do know about comic books what
1: do you want here dudes but yeah like none none of my friends really read comics right until i got into high school um and some of my girlfriends did but they were like all like into indie stuff right so it was like you know stranger in paradise um elf quest yeah um you know, Dawn, that kind of stuff. Right. Like nobody's sure. into the superhero stuff like I was until after high school and I made friends with more terrible nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, like, for especially for for, you know, the time period that I grew up in, <laughs> like it was still a bad thing to be a nerd. Well, yeah, you no, know, it
1: was not cool to read comics,
0: right? I mean, that, that was like just not something that you did. And I think the '90s, like, it it started to
1: change a lot of that. Um, I don't know. You know, it, I don't I, think it did, though. I because well, I still the think there's there is a a a stigma against people who read comics. Like being a nerd now is cool because yeah, everyone and their mother. Plays video games. Board games are getting to be really cool and a thing. Um, Yeah. I mean, thanks to Marvel's movies. Yeah. It's cool to know who the characters are. Yeah. But it's still like, oh, comics? Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. I don't
0: know. I, I would disagree with you. I think it was like... Comics have a wider acceptance now than they did before, like, when I was growing up.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're like starting to lose that, especially with, like, there's, like, more independent comics now.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: And, I mean, the industry is slowly changing, so it's not as terrible.
0: <laughs> well, it's still pro- – well, I mean, DC is still –
1: Well, I mean, I mean, but... terrible in that it's more welcoming to people who aren't just, like, straight white dudes –
0: yeah, that is true.
1: I mean, being a girl who's read comics for 20 years, I could tell you, I've very much I've always been like the only girl in the shop.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: I've gotten the, oh, are you picking comics up for your boyfriend? No, they're mine. Thank you. <laughs> yes.
0: Give me these comics, nerd boy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's <an> optic blast. Oh <laughs> <like>, um, my god. <laughs>
1: my ruby quartz <laughs> visor. Yes, yeah. my sunglasses.
0: Wolverine takes them from his-
1: <laughs> Wolverine bleeds!
0: <laughs> Have fun being blind. Psych he drives off in his Jeep.
1: Oh my god. Bub,
0: no. <laughs> but let, let's let's get back to- I X-Men. say
1: we got like so far off track. So yes. so yeah, so back when Magneto was de-aged.
0: Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> already having an X-Men edit. <laughs>
1: So he was g- given to Moira McTaggart. right? As a baby, right? That's true. And the fallout of this is that she, for for reasons, <laughs> messed around with his genes. Yes. Well, the- to have her son, her her terrible son. Oh, right. Exactly. And, and then, of course, now because like his whole like angst is like you know what did you do to me how do i know that what i've done is me and not you meddling but i'm like what the actual hell (laughs) like as magneto points out he's a fucking holocaust survivor like why are you like meddling like doing Un, like, illegal, unethical scientific <laughs> experiments on a child. But me son! Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, Yeah,
0: but again, this is a kind of, like, underscoring of, like, what kind of happens with X-Men, where characters will make very broad decisions <laughs> very. based on, like, very thready reasons. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes.
1: I I just and then I think that's just a, a glimpse into It's <laughs> our very first, like, first two issues is this. And I was like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, and I was like,
1: wow, you started with this, huh? <laughs> like, like, we're not even gonna, like, just get us, like, get our feet wet. You just push nope. right into the deep end. No, nope, exactly.
0: And, and into the deep end we go, like, Wolverine gets his adamantium pulled out of his body. Yep, that happened like, in this comic. Um, friggin', um, let's see, you get... Like, other super teams thrown in just, like, willy-nilly. You get the Acolyte show up with Fabian Cortez. Oh, my God, yes. I had his Marvel Masterpieces card. Oh, my God. I had it. I know what his mutant ability is.
1: (laughs) What is his mutant ability?
0: His mutant ability is that he can alter and strengthen other people's mutant abilities. Ah. Yeah. That's handy. Yeah. And then, of course, you have, like exodus shows up there's a dude named friggin holocaust (laughs) like he's a screaming skeleton face like oh my Um, god you get
1: uh cable and apocalypse
0: oh my goodness yes you
1: get the whole legion thing
0: you get the whole legion thing you get the brood The
1: brood um uh, the, the age of apocalypse is what spun out of this book
0: yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Executioner song spung out of this book as
1: well. Onslaught.
0: <laughs> Ugh, onslaught. Mm. The most image looking dude ever. Um yeah,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so a lot of like, I, can you even call these like classic X Men stories? I mean,
0: I guess I, they are because they- the 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 foundation is there. You know, they they deal with a lot of stuff. The one thing I think that that they should have probably done is scrubbed everything clean and and gone from, like, like an X-Men year zero. But that was kind of like a – it was something that really probably wasn't considered very widely back then. You know, because –
1: They were probably just like, no, people know who these characters are.
0: Right, exactly. And it's like a lot of that stuff is like – you like phoenix happened you know if you're a, a like me i was like what the hell is phoenix you know like i didn't know yeah because i didn't read uncanny x-men you know
1: well if you read uncanny x-men issue blah blah also i yes. mean like phoenix started in the fantastic four yeah so i'm just like marvel could you please just just <laughs> sort your shit just keep X-Men to the X-Men. And you
0: know that was a boring thing. Reed Richards was like, hmm. <laughs> it
1: was, <laughs> like he... because I read it. Yeah. They found we, we they, they found her at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. And then they were like, i the phoenix. And I'm like, here we go.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go, Marvel Universe.
1: Oh, boy. Let's see. What other it's, fun things I have?
0: It's clobbering time.
1: Let's see. Yeah. Okay. You get the whole Bishop thing where he shows
0: up. Bishop. All right. So when Bishop shows up, he's like, he's a dude with an M tattooed on his face. He's got like razor Ramon hair. Yes. He's got. He wears. He wears. Yes. He not only wears two belts around both of his arms, but he also wears a bandana on his neck.
1: Yes, he does. He has a red bandana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like. My god, this dude is so aggressively 90s. I forgot.
1: Well, this his whole thing, of course, is that he's come back yeah. in time to stop the uh the betrayal of the X-Men and to stop the murder of Charles Xavier. Right. Because this is what leads to a dystopian future where sentinels like rule everything and yes. Um, Mutants
0: are are hunted and persecuted and killed.
1: Yeah, and they're put in, like, camps, and that's what the M tattoo is. It's for mutant. Yeah. And on the one hand, I kind of like a little bit of the idea behind Bishop of someone who has come from this terrible future where the X-Men are living legends. Right. And he comes to the past— and meets them, and I mean, part of that, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool, like, when he sees them all, like, gather together, and right. he's just like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, this is, like, the stuff of legends. yeah.
1: And, you know, he's, like, looking at everyone, like, he gets to, like, jubilee, and it's like, oh my god, you're the last X-Man. Right. And it, Which
0: again, and she's just like,
1: "What, dude? Like Mondo Bad? <laughs> I don't. I love Jubilee in this. I don't really care. <laughs> she,
0: she's super rad. I she's just, she, her she, orange. She has an orange over a uh, yellow, yellow overcoat. overcoat. Rather.
1: She's always chewing gum. Yes. She's also weirdly like the most authentically written. Yeah, she is because they don't really care about her all that much. Well, she's and like 14.
0: It, so yeah. Exactly, and it's like, but her dialogue is some of like the best dialogue in the entire series.
1: Yeah, because they don't like make her super melodramatic about everything.
0: Let's talk about Bishop though, in a in a character way. Like Bishop, oh my god, Bishop, like (laughs) Bishop. If you go up to Bishop and you ask him what time it is because you've lost your phone, you can expect to have Bishop shout. Who sent you? And, like, <laughs> plunge, like, two ridiculous guns in your face. Like, it's... he's he's so high strung He really is. And he has a really cool, and I agree, I kind of like his character backstory, but, like, dude, settle down.
1: Like, everything, you're such a damn drama queen. It's so true. And then, of course, the whole thing is that uh, he knows that it's Gambit who right. betrays the X-Men. So, of right. course, he's immediately like, well, I, I obviously have to blow his head off. <laughs> right, because he's the one who
0: kills the X-Men. It's obvious. It's
1: o- And they're like, okay, now you need to sit down for a minute.
0: Like, <laughs> Bishop, Bishop, drink your milk. You <laughs> because Bishop,
1: you've literally been here for two seconds, and we know that Gambit is an absolute scumbag. Right. But he's been here for a while, and I don't... I mean, really, he just went in Rogue's pants. That's. Yeah, right, that's kind of his deal. That's his mutant power is. Yeah, that's... maybe maybe if we just let it happen, he'll just go away, right? <laughs> right? It'll be just, fine. Come on, Rogue, take one for the team. <laughs> but yeah, he's but just like, so over the top about all everything. the time. And I'm everything. Like, There's a story. <laughs>
0: it's true he is literally exhausting like there's a story it's not even an arc it's like a single issue thing where they find this mutant who her mutant power is like she absorbs bad like bad emotional energy until she ex- like explodes everything around her and like she's <laughs> cracking up Like <laughs> bishop like this happens, and he's just like, who are you? Like, who made you? Like, (laughs) Bishop, settle down, man! Let this poor girl! God! Like, (laughs) she needs help, Bishop! (laughs) She doesn't need you, like, trying to fit her into, like, this, like, pizza gate theory that you have, man. Oh my god! Like, this mutant gate theory? It's true! Like, it's just, like, like, even after his theory gets proven wrong, where it's not Gambit, right? He's still like, "But you're the face that I saw all those times, and I watched the videos of. I'll never trust you. Like, dude, settle down. Dude, you can trust
1: him. Cause I don't care what your subreddit says, Bishop. <laughs> like, be like, Bishop, you're not a pretty girl. Trust me, you can trust Gambit. All right." <laughs> maybe if you were a pretty girl i would just sis like okay you're right there but (laughs) lord um yeah let's see oh um one of my favorite dumb subplots sure is uh scott has the hots for (laughs) silo
0: it's so crazy because it's like all right, Scott, Scott, sit, up, sit down, sit down, little buddy. Like, you're dating a girl who is probably the most powerful telepath online. Like, online. Online! Like, like the most powerful telepath in the goddamn world. Uh-huh. Maybe you should, like,
1: not be like,
0: yeah, silent. <laughs> like,
1: but what was well i mean everything about it was super stupid everything about it's real dumb but part of it too that was so stupid is he's kind of acting like like he's bored with gene yeah like oh i'm sorry that the supermodel you're dating isn't like as cool (laughs) as this asian supermodel like what is your (laughs) problem dude Oh, I'm sorry, like, but the funny. woman who can come back to
0: life? Yes, who harnesses the most powerful cosmic force the universe has ever known. You know, like, I'm sorry that she's not thrilling anymore. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, but like, and then like, I remember there's an issue where like, Gene is like, like, you know, Psylocke, like, what's up? Like, why is Scott always creeping on you? And she's just like, I don't know. Like, that's basically <laughs> how the conversation goes. I'm like, Really?
1: And then, yeah, because then Psylocke, like, puts a serious move on him. Yeah. It's just, it's so... I'm just like, okay, one, Scott, why do you think that you can get away with this?
0: Yes. There's literally no way that you can get away with it.
1: Try this again with Emma Frost, like, 20 years later. Yeah. Spoiler, it doesn't really work out, because Jean figures in. I'm just like, the whole thing. I'm just like, (laughs) Psylocke, also Psylocke. Love yourself. <laughs> it's mean, Cyclops. Like, come on. Come on.
0: He's, like, I think I figured out the perfect word for Cyclops is he's a wiener. <laughs> like, he's just such, like, a, you know, like, he's a team leader, but he's clearly not that great of a team leader, yeah, you know? like,
1: He's, I really don't like Cyclops. As a,
0: I mean, he, I like him better as a bad guy, as a hero who's just like, I tried to change things and it didn't work.
1: Yeah, and you know? I liked him, I'll say this, I liked him in Astonishing X-Men. Yeah. Um, and I think that was part of it, of he wasn't like goody two-shoes Cyclops. Right. And it also, he was with Emma Frost, he wasn't with Jean Grey. And I right. think that made him more interesting too. But I yeah, think I, I think so. this whole thing was just so, like, he's like, no, she's too beautiful. And then, of course, like, the other Psylocke shows up.
0: Right. Oh, my God. Re- like, Re- Revenge or whatever her name is. Revenge she? Or...
1: Well, because, I mean, Psylocke was Betsy Braddock.
0: Right. Who and was... she had her mind switched. <laughs> now, keep keep with us, because this is going to get weird. She had her yeah. mind switched. With an Asian, like a a Japanese assassin who worked for the Hand, (laughs) but only their minds switched. Mm -hmm. So she's a British person in an Asian person's body. Yes. Somehow she has a problem with this a couple of different times. Where it's like, all right, look, I get it, but I mean, it. Like, look at fucking Bishop. Like your problems aren't that bad. (laughs) Like.
1: I just—it's so. I'm pretty sure that was a Chris Claremont thing. It sounds like a Chris Claremont. It—it it
0: sounds like a like it's got his his greasy fingerprints all over. <laughs> him.
1: My other favorite Psylocke moment is uh when they're in Russia. Yes. Um, doing the whole Colossus <laughs> thing. Yes. And it's Russia in the winter. Right. She is still wearing her swimsuit. Right, but she's got a bomber jacket on because it's right,
0: cold. right. It's cold. It's cold in Russia. You gotta know. wear your bomber jacket.
1: That's well, it. Maybe put some pants on.
0: No, that's that is not an option. It would be a little warmer. High speed, low drag, Emily.
1: I'm just saying that, of course, like she's posing with like her butt sticking, and I'm like, okay, Psylocke. you need to like uh, like settle down, snap your spine and. <laughs> Find the rest of your clothes and like
0: I mean it could be what it could have been like a Greg Land like Lord where it's just like this whole comic is just pornography still. (laughs) Um let's see. Um You got Wolverine actually fucks off for a long time in this comic.
1: Well he does well, because after he gets his adamantium ripped out. Yeah. Um which I do remember when that happened. Yes. And he turns feral. <laughs> well, you can tell because his word bubbles yes! are like a little jagged. <laughs> and then his costume is like the the weird shoulder pads have been ripped yes. off. Yes. And he yeah. wears um, the bandana mask over his face. Right. And he doesn't have a nose. Right. And that's, he's feral. that's how you know that he's feral.
0: Right. That's true.
1: Well, yeah, he he broke poor Gene's heart because he wasn't there at the wedding. Yeah, well, I mean... But you know who was at the wedding? (laughs) Fucking (laughs) Rachel Summers. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, well, (laughs) again, but that's the Excalibur link. It took me to figure out, like, who that, like...
0: I knew immediately, but that's because I read Excalibur. I was like, it's Rachel Summers'
1: (laughs) 13-year-old Emily... Had no idea of, like, how deep the rabbit hole went.
0: Yeah, I mean, there there is some serious, like, third, fourth, fifth string lore that you need to know yeah. before you tackle the wedding issue. Which
1: is stupid, because it's just fucking wedding issue. It's just them yeah. getting married. And so, yeah, Rachel Summers, who is Scott and Jean's daughter...
0: From the future. From
1: a potential future.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, she's the one who actually raises Cable after he is sent into the future. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, my other one of my other dumb favorite moments is uh-huh. Cyclops talking to his grandparents, and he's oh. explaining Cable to them. Yeah, like, any real grandpa
0: would have just been like, I don't understand a goddamn thing you just said to me, boy. You know, <laughs>
1: explaining that my son, Nathaniel, you know, that I had with my wife, Madeline. Right. Who was a clone of Jean
0: Grey. Right. But she was, like, but she also was evil.
1: She was dead at the time, you see. Yeah. But then as soon as I found out that Jean was alive, I abandoned them. <laughs> and then Madeline became the goblin queen.
0: Yes. And then and my then, son like, became a man who has the techno organic virus. Which and is why also he sent
1: him into the future. Yeah. To be, <laughs> to be well, raised by his half sister Yes. Who is part of a fucking cult. <laughs> uh, uh, but then it was like I, I couldn't tell if that was him actually doing it or if it was a Mister Sinister trick because then Mister Sinister shows up, and I.
0: Uh, I I, I, I think that was a trick. I, I think it was a Mister. But but again, like like every Mister Sinister thing, he shows up, just kind of talks shit for a little while, and then he just drops the mic and leaves.
1: It, well, yeah.
0: You know, he, or, or they blast him, and he's like, "You cannot harm me." Bye. Like, <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, it's like. Alright, let's talk about Mr. Sinister for a second. Okay. Like, Mr. Sinister has probably the dumbest plans of anyone in the Marvel Universe.
1: The only plan of his that I'm aware of is make Gene and Cyclops hump to create perfect mutant baby. Right, exactly. I don't, like, dude, I'm pretty sure if maybe he just took away her birth control, like, this would happen on its own. <laughs> but I don't all, of his, you have to all of them. his dumbass
0: plans and tests that he does, like, it's just, ah. he's such a dummy. It's like, dude, like, they're gonna do it eventually. Like, just wait. Like, just fucking wait. Like, 10 years, dude. (laughs) It's not like it's gonna cost you. You'll still be way more spry than Gene and Scott in 10 years.
1: (laughs) It's so true. I just hope.
0: Dumbass, diamond head, pale, Peter Steele looking.
1: I'll tell you this I had at one point. I don't think I have it anymore. Uh-huh. There was a Mister Sinister miniseries. I think I remember that miniseries took place in Victorian times.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, no I've never heard of that because that sounds hilarious.
1: Okay, no, I will tell you what makes it even more hilarious uh-huh. is um, Scott and Jean are in it because of time travel, right? Because I'm pretty sure this was when. Okay, because after they get married, and they go on their honeymoon, yeah, they go on their fun time travel adventures, where right. they do wind up in the future, um, and they do, raise, cable, right, um,
0: again, but also for the first time.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, like side note, I had those comics too. The whole S. Connie son.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Thing, and, like, the further adventures of Cyclops and Phoenix, where it right. was all their time hopping, and I'm pretty sure the Mr. Sinister thing was part of that. Hmm. Of them, and, like, they were like, oh my god, like, they met him, and they're like, oh, you know, and he's just this fancy Victorian mutant. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> like, <Alessia>. I... <sighs> hey, I think that's Mr. Sinister. Oh, no, like... are like... <laughs> like, dude,
1: maybe don't wear the lipstick. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know what's up with, like, the weird, like, shredded cape. I mean, His weird... are they arms? Are they legs? Like, I, no, I it's, never was sure. like
0: streamers. Like, bike handle yeah, streamers. But... Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They behave exactly like bike Because they never, like, wrap around him. Well... Uh, you know, they're just always, like, sticking out like Yeah, streamers. that's, I think that's what that is. Maybe they're aerofoils. I... He's very. He's
1: just is, I I don't even. it's Mister Sinister what he wants? I mean, yes, his name is Mister Sinister.
0: <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! Let's see
1: what what else. Uh, uh,
0: let's weird gambit
1: saber tooth thing.
0: Yeah, we talked about that briefly last night. That what I went back and read a little bit of it before I went to sleep. That was really okay. weird. Okay. So.
1: Gambit... We're going to talk about Gambit and Rogue here after this, too. It's true.
0: Like, Emily and I share an appreciation for Gambit and Rogue because we're monsters.
1: We're trash babies. (laughs) But... Because Gambit has, like, of course, this horrible criminal past. And him and Mm -hmm. Sabretooth did something, question mark? So... Yeah. When they first run into each other again... Right. And there's, like, they fight, and then Sabretooth, like, slashes him, but then does a weird sexy thing where, like, he licks the blood on his fingers. <laughs> yes, and he's just, like,
0: spicy Cajun, just like, I was mean, like, Victor. Yeah, <laughs> it's Victor. like, just Settle like, down. I
1: remember, and I'm like, oh.
0: Oh. oh,
1: boy, <laughs> like, what <And> is this, <laughs> mom? This new heart. I know. And then later, Sabretooth is captured. He's a house guest. I don't know what the hell's happening. Well, they they, they try
0: to, like, reform him, which is real dumb because he's Yeah, you can't reform Sabretooth. You can't reform Sabretooth. Can't reform <laughs> and, like... So-
1: he's wearing, like, these
0: dumb gear on his mouth.
1: like and his
0: hands. Yes, and his hands. They
1: have to, you know, they're feeding him, of course, because they're not monsters.
0: Right, they'll just chain him and put him in the danger room. (laughs) And so
1: Rogue is like, I'll go and feed him. And Gambit is like, okay, Cher, I'll go with you. And so she goes up to give him the food. And Sabretooth gives this really... Weird warning monologue of he, like, he does of like oh you know why are you with him like he'll only hurt you he'll just take your heart and just break it and I'm like did did you guys used to date <laughs> like because 100 like a scorned spurned lover. It really is. It's like it's, it's weirdly uncomfortable because it's one hundred percent like like he'll do you dirty like he did me like did he me. did me you know like
0: you remember those times Cajun I'm like oh my god like, this makes me
1: wildly uncomfortable
0: yes ship it
1: ship no it right I refuse. <laughs> I just like Damn yeah. it. Get better taste in dudes, please. <laughs> he does hang out with a bunch of
0: awful dudes. Like he he hangs out briefly with Bishop, which is like, why would you even do that? Oh, I in a brat in his awesome brown suit that he has, which
1: that was weird too because that issue, the ex Babies thing, yeah. immediately follows his breakup with Rogue. But there's, like, no mention of this. (laughs) Of, like, him being, like, oh, I'm glad we went out. I really needed to get away from the mansion.
0: (laughs) Well, they had several dozen crises that they needed to set up.
1: You know, it was, I broke up with Rogue. I'm obviously emotionally distraught. I'm leaving the X-Men for a minute. But then the very next issue is me and Bishop are hanging out and we're going to a club. Yeah, and even then Bishop is just like I'll never trust
0: you. <laughs> it's like like why, why did you King go to the out? club with him? Why are... why are you guys going to the club if he hates you? Like I don't I don't understand. Are you making the mac on Bishop? Like what, what is this a game to <laughs> Remy? Like maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is morally so,
1: our problematic faves. <laughs> Yes. Gambit. Well, Gambit is the most problematic.
0: Yes, because he literally has no redeeming qualities.
1: But I love him. St- don't even care. <laughs> so scumbag. White trash king of my heart, Gambit. Yes. yes. Uh who does not respect Rogue's boundaries at all? He totally does not. Um who keeps like I, like assaulting and I'm like G- gambit. You can't keep <laughs> like touching her and grabbing her every, even th- when she says like no means no, Mona me.
0: <laughs> like are you sure? Share? <laughs> like,
1: like, yes, I I am. Like just I am, actually, yes. Rogue, file, like, a restraining order against this monster.
0: (laughs) She'd have to file it with the professor, and you know the professor wouldn't grant it. he wouldn't
1: care. He'd be like, you're Cyclops and Jean, get out. (laughs) You're not Cyclops or Jean. Get out. And then, but then I also, like, like, 90s Rogue is, like, heart eyes forever for me.
0: Yeah, she's super great. As like, I mean, it's she's got a very generic power set, yeah. so it's not even really like a power. Like, oh, her power is
1: so fucking. Well, cool. I mean, but like it's well, but it kind Well, it's I, not generic that she, you can steal. I mean, she has the the super strength. Right, I, I'm talking about like you know the the
0: Superman ability. Well, yeah,
1: she but has, she stole you know? those from Miss Marvel.
0: Right, right, which is which is awesome, and that's my other the other kind of side that I want to talk about is like like those aren't actually her powers. No, her only power so is that she can
1: steal right. your
0: powers. Exactly. And what's really neat about that is it sets up. So she's got a lot of character that is that is set up by like her, I guess her curse. You yeah. can call it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. A little bit. And I think what I love most about Gambit and rogue for all the trashiness yeah. of it is the yes. potential of it, and unfortunately, they are a product of the 90s yeah,
0: <laughs> of the 90s mainstream
1: superhero comic. Yes. So <laughs> it gets touched on, but they never go into it. Which is, if they let them be, it, it would be great because they would explore it, would be super, they would explore a relationship that's 100% emotional, right? Exactly can't be physical. I mean it, it can, but I mean Yeah, but but then one of them is gonna be in a
0: coma and it's not gonna yeah, be Yeah, it'd be like
1: they they can't kiss, they can't like hold hands, you know. Right. They can't have sex. So what do you have? Right. You can't do any of that. You have an emotional bond. Right. Which is interesting. Since the nineties. Very unique. So of course, like this doesn't get like touched on hardly at all.
0: No, of course. Basically, it's Gambit just being like, no, let's hump and I won't die, I
1: promise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to take the chance, Cher. And she's like, but you literally don't understand. Like, I don't want your thoughts in my head.
0: Right. I don't want to
1: put you in a coma, sugar. Right. <laughs> oh my god.
0: It's it it is it's one of the saddest things of the nineties is that relationship. It
1: re- like I'm not even gonna front when they broke up, like that broke my It's after the whole so you know they, they get together and it's kind of working, and then you get the whole like age of apocalypse thing. Well actually no right. like back up you get the whole Legion thing. And where he goes back in time because he's going to kill Magneto. But whoops, I killed Charles Xavier instead. (laughs) That whole, my God,
0: that entire Uh, thing.
1: So what they think is happening is that it's the end of the world.
0: Right. The end of all
1: reality. So in that moment, Rogue is like, oh, shit. And she kisses Gambit finally. (laughs) Only surprise, surprise, the world doesn't end. And now Gambit's like in a coma.
0: Well, what's hilarious about that is, like, the world ends, it takes place in another X-series, and then you're brought back. I see. (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I thought everybody, oh, no, I didn't read, like, X-Factor 28 to 25, New Mutants 120
1: to 58 (laughs) Like, So, she's got his powers and his memories... And right. she's like, oh, you've done some real bad shit. And he's like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, but you knew that, though. And Rogue, let's be serious. If you're going to hate him for something, hate him for the fact that he was married and he never told you. Yeah, that's by far, like, Super bad. Because BT Tubbs, he's married, and then his wife shows up? His wife shows up, and then he's just like, oh, it's my wife. (laughs) It's Belladonna, and Rogue's like, oh, hell. Yeah. But then what's hilarious is, so they go on their stupid adventure with Belladonna and the brood and Ghost Rider.
0: Yes. Which was also Ghost Rider was so fucking metal in the nineties. Oh my
1: god! And then it's like, oh, she's dead. And then I'm like, but she's not because because I have the Rogue Maybe miniseries they're... where they they deal with this, and she's not. Yes. And the Gambit miniseries, which also deals with <laughs> <the> fucking Paladina. <laughs> she's not dead.
0: So she, yeah. she's yeah. Well, dead. I mean. She got she got better
1: twice, not just twice, once. But twice, because the, the rogue one. It's I mean it's kind of sad because like she does decide to go to New Orleans with with Gambit, and at one right. point Belladonna is dying. I guess this is her mutant power. Yes, and she's like keeping vigil over this woman, and it's like this whole struggle right. of like, it would be so easy to just touch you, and then like I would have all the memories. Right, exactly. And but then she does; she can't do it,
0: and I'm like, oh, poor, poor Rogue. Yeah, it's it's super good. She's got a lot of really emotional stories that she can tell through her her unique ability. It just, you know, again, unfortunately. But right, it's, unfortunately, this was a comic written in the 1990s.
1: So you get her like smashing down movie theaters.
0: I mean, yeah, and like they have a thing where like you know uh, Gambit is like, well, I'm gonna try to get her back. I can talk to her mm-hmm. and this'll all be over, Mona Mimi. Hey. Let's go, Iceman. Like And it's like so, Oh my god. They're having this conversation mm-hmm. and like Rogue is just like, get away from me, and she like smashes out of a bar. <laughs> yep. That's Filled with dudes. And I'm like, no wonder why people hate mutants. You guys just keep ruining all this shit. Like... And, like, all of the... Like, every single one of her reactions is just, like, completely 100% out of character. Like, for anybody having an argument. It's,
1: it's <laughs> true. Although, I don't know. Um, uh, oh, one of my other favorite things about 90s Rogue. Which I I, yeah. I think got lost. Is her whole like, I will wear, uh, like, bustier, Daisy Dukes, <laughs> cowboy right. boots.
0: But she wears gloves because she can't touch And then touch gloves.
1: Your but right. then I'm like, that's almost like a great accidentally feminist thing. Because yeah, it's like, even so. though she dresses like that that doesn't give you permission to touch her gambit yeah yeah gumbit. <laughs> Just they're horrible dates they went on oh my god they're going
0: to a restaurant in one and like there's a hand ambush and Rogue is like they put like a piano <laughs> yes. wire across the thing and
1: she gets like hung off the back yes. of his bike like. Like, go. The date's off to a great start. <laughs> I'm so mad that a crisis happened, and we yeah. go on that because it's hilarious. Because she finally agrees to go on the date, and Gambit right. pulls up on his scumbag motorcycle. Yes, but then
0: have a scumbag motorcycle. But
1: then, like the rest of the team shows up, like Wolverine, Jubilee, Beast is there. <laughs> right. They pile right. the car, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go with you." Because you need, obviously need a chaperone, you sex offender, get out of here.
0: Well, I mean, it is Gambit. You want to take all the precautions. It's different
1: in their other date that got ruined by Bishop.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, but Bishop ruins... Lit- you can't take him anywhere. It's- you could take him to a petting zoo. He would start shooting animals <laughs> like, I saw that dog in the future! Like, it's like... Dude, settle the
1: hell down Dude comes up and just screams at him and he shoots. <laughs> right. And
0: then he looks at me and it's like, I just saved your life. I'm like, you shot a goat! <laughs> they scream sometimes. It's what they do They chew on cans and sometimes they sound like screaming or usher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
1: my god.
0: <laughs> I mean and then of course we have Charles Xavier. And his, like, his weird super hands-on, but also super hands-off approach I, to the X-Men. I,
1: at this point, I'm pretty... I, Xavier's a fucking villain who thinks he's a hero. He is. He, no, no, he's absolutely... He
0: is Magneto. Like, he is <laughs> Magneto. It's just, like... He runs the school. That's the only difference yep. between the two of them. They both have flunkies, and they both fight each other through their cat's paws. and, like, except, I guess, Xavier pretends that he's sad about <laughs> it. Like,
1: that's the only difference yeah, between them. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't like Charles Xavier. He's a- There's not a whole lot
0: likable about him, except in like, brief glimpses here and there. Yeah,
1: he's just... He's a creep to me. Like, I just... Well, yeah, you're You're a creep (laughs) who creeped on, like, 15-year-old Jean Grey. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that was just disgusting. Dude, you're old enough to be her dad. Um, Yeah. You just... Yeah, you're constantly keeping secrets from everyone... You're just right. sending people off into battle for no reason, and then calling them back, and then fucking off to have adventures, and then you inexplicably right. have, like, all these girlfriends, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: your goddamn alien girlfriend that comes and visits us. Oh my god, his Shi'ar girlfriend? Yeah, I was like, you probably never heard of my girlfriend, she's from <laughs> Shi'ar. Le- Leandra,
1: I think was her name? Yes, weird yes. bird girl and then of course moira
0: yes her sister death <laughs> bird <laughs> like yeah there's moira there's um oh who's the other one?
1: um there was that amelia chick yes yes um, right um, right and then you know and then he just he's a horrible husband and father because he like abandons wife and children as soon as he finds like Mutant boyfriend Magneto, and I'm like, Charles. <laughs> no wonder Legion has issues. Like, come on, dude. Well, I mean, it,
0: also Legion has a lot of issues because he's literally an insane like Also, well. side
1: note, I can't believe we're getting a Legion TV series. I know. It looks I amazing. want the very first episode to be him traveling back in time to kill Magneto.
0: <laughs> to kill Magneto,
1: who doesn't know who he is yet? And he's confused that he doesn't know who and he is? And then he's shocked <laughs> because he picked a point in time where Xavier and Magneto were still best friends? And then he's like, right. why would it's... Charles jump in front of my blast? I don't under. Oh, I destroyed a reality. That needs, to be... I'm that needs to be the first episode. The first and only episode. Yes.
0: Then <laughs> it's just, like Stanley sitting on top of a throne, laughing <laughs> and then it's at the Age audience. of
1: Apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> have fun with that, kids.
0: Oh, uh, my God.
1: I, I just uh, what what. Uh...
0: So, TLDR, I suppose X Men has a lot of things in it that are gems, but you have to dig very, very greedily and very, very deeply for those it's, it's gems. It's so true, though. <laughs> It takes a lot of work to be an. It
1: X-Men really fan. does. There's a reason I don't really actively read X-Men books.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it really is like it's it's the Crisis Marvel book. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's always aliens attacking and all these other things going on, but the characters and their relationships sometimes make. It
1: yeah, and that it. I was thinking about this the other night too. I'm like, that's just like this weird juxtaposition of uh, how can like yeah. the stories and events be so shitty but the yeah. characters are good yeah and I think it's because you see so little of them and they always leave you wanting more uh, probably because I mean she would read True. an X-Men book that was just nothing but them on their downtime yeah that that's would be just awesome. like I would picnics totally and basketball thing. games
0: Oh my god, yes, Beast playing basketball.
1: <laughs> like think they, they did do... Yeah, we saw them playing basketball where it was, like, no powers. But then yes. it's, like... <laughs> Except Beast is his well, own power. So it's like, Gambit, because, like, do... he has the super agility, and then... Right. And then they're
0: like, well, we can't know. Actually, it's hilariously appropriate due to our <laughs> D&D game. Like, you can't know that I was using my power. How do
1: you know that I cast a spell? You know, it's... <laughs> yeah. you know so i'm like i would read a whole x-men book that was just that that was just like between all the crises
0: yeah it would be it would be an enlightening experience but they never quite they really give it don't. to you they, they always tease it they always tease it they're like no they're gonna have a picnic what possible oh bishop <laughs> ruins it of course because we you invited <laughs> bishop <laughs> like, i invite bishop to my housewarming party he destroys three <laughs> rooms like because he saw those rooms <laughs> in the future. Oh, trigger! Oh, thanks, here we Bishop. go. Jesus, get out of my house, <laughs> Just get out. You're never welcome here. Again. Never
1: darken my house again.
0: <laughs> exactly. I, I'm returning your. Oh casserole. no!
1: Shoots your. Face.
0: Your future casserole. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. So that's X Men. So it, I, I suppose this all boils down to a mm-hmm. single thing what 90s x-man would you be oh my gosh i
1: i'm never prepared for this which one would you be
0: well normally i would say beast because he's my favorite x-man but that's not the 90s (laughs) x-man who i would be i would be let's see if i was a 90s x-man i would probably be like one of the newer up and come, I'd probably be, like, chamber. <laughs> God. I love his power a lot. I like his <laughs> power. is cool. <laughs> Plus, I mean, he's got the whole, like, like, Mon- I'm a monster!
1: You know, Isn't he like? the one that blew off half his face?
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not half his fa- It's, like, half of his body. Oh,
1: like- that's right, because it's the jaw and, like, down to his yeah. torso. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, the chamber. that's, that's, the, that that's right. Up. Good job, friend. Yes. Especially my current angry state. That's
1: what I was, what I <laughs> um, I would be, <laughs> I would be Callisto. <laughs> Dwelling. I love our I love how she just shows up. <laughs> like, dwelling in sewers and like creeping on hot guys.
0: <laughs> hey there. <laughs> like, I mean, if I if I had to pick a classic X-Man, maybe I'd pick Colossus. Mm. That's a good choice. I would be nice You'd be to so long. strong. I'm so, so Russian and so <laughs> strong. Boshie boy. <laughs> boy. <Call> Brad Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> very Soviet. In Soviet Russia, fastball. <laughs> Peter, <unions>. please. Yes. <laughs> Just throw me, bug. <laughs> oh my goodness! So that was our nineties flashback. Um, we will be. I- I'm sure we'll spice these in from time to time because it is a, a lot, lot of
1: fun comics. to go back.
0: Because nineties comics are they, goddamn They already.
1: are something else
0: yes yes they are um so we are opal city radio you can uh get in touch with us at opalcityradio mm-hmm. at gmail.com um i was gonna do mailbag oh no i forgot um i'll do it i'll do it next okay week. um we mm-hmm. are on facebook you can go to opal city radio and search that and we'll show up it'll link to com. that is our blog that's where right yeah put all the talk to me on that's talk
1: to me on twitter
0: uh... yeah talk you can to- totally do that can totally talk to emily yeah you tweet can talk about
1: our mutual boyfriend gambit and what a scumbag yeah. he is he's he is a, a horrible scumbag. human being
0: i want to tweet in on this <laughs> you can
1: totally get in on this conversation
0: get get your hands off <laughs> well my
1: i don't know if you're enough of a scumbag for him to like you i know i totally i am. don't know I, how <laughs> dare you! I'm I'm very much
0: a scumbag. I've bought I bought steak knives at Walmart to eat a single steak meal and then return the steak knives. That's how much of a well, scumbag I am. Well, obviously, you're
1: gambit boyfriend material then.
0: Yes, most certainly. <laughs> um but yeah uh you can get in touch with us in all those different ways uh we will have a brand new shiny episode for you guys next week if everything goes well hopefully and uh we will bye forward. guys been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.